a podcast made by Watford fans, fans for Watford fans from the Rookery End. Hello, welcome to the From the Rookery End short. Uh, my name is John. Uh, with me today, as we take a, a look on these shorts, uh, the wider Watford family uh, is Adam Newson from the Watford Observer. Hello, Adam. Hi, afternoon. How are you doing? Uh, good, good. Um, are you new to the Watford beat this year? No, I was doing it alongside Frank Smith last year, and then Frank was obviously made redundant, unfortunately. So I've been moved up now, only sole Watford reporter, doing it by myself. Do have a bit of help from Anthony Matthews on match days, but during the week it's, it's usually just me and going to the under-21s games and going down to the training ground when I can. So um, it's enjoyable, hard work, but enjoyable. How is it different you know, for you as a journalist? You know, we, we, we've already seen as fans the extra £2 that you have to do on the uh, car parking. Uh, what is it like for, for you guys? How is it, it different for you this year in the, in the press box? It's a lot busier, and especially on the Thursday at the press conferences, whereas last year it would tend just to be myself, Frank, and maybe Jeff from Three Counties. Now it's a whole bunch of people from the Nationals to agencies. Um, obviously, we've got WD Sport now too, so there's a lot more competition and a lot more um, places Watford fans can go and, and read their news. They don't have to just come to the Watford Observer anymore if they want to hear stuff, which, you know, for us, maybe not great, but for Watford fans to have that many uh, sources covering the club can, can only be good for them. Yeah, how has that been with, the, with WD Sport coming in? You know, like you said, the, it was, there's another place to go for, for football fans. Some may say too much, but <laughs> there's more out there for us to sort of grab hold of. How's it, how's it been for you guys? Uh, I think the rivalry between us has been played up a bit on social media. I mean, we tend to get along fairly well. Um, we obviously see each other at games. We see each other at under-21 games. We see each other on Thursdays. So if we didn't get along, I think it would come out quite clearly. But for the most part, we get along quite well. Um, I say it's, it's good for the fans to have two sources of, of information coming out all the time. I think we're a little bit different in the styles that we do as well. Um, but, you know, it's made it uh, harder for us in a way sometimes there were bits and pieces we could get and maybe hold off for a little bit on them because you know next week's paper we've always got to think about that but now with um, the website of WD Sport always c- coming new content we've always got to be sort of matching that almost so um, no, I'd say the rivalry's probably played out more than it is but um, a bit of friendly competition I don't think ever hurt anyone did it so uh, so it's good to have we, we, we'd love another pod- what for podcast to come on to give us some sort of competition you say that um, now you say that now and if someone came along <laughs> there'd be a fight no not really uh, mm, arm wrestle maybe but we uh, will see so for you as a, as a reporter what is the, the best thing about covering a football club number one you get to see football on a Saturday and you get paid to be there I think 95% of all football journalists love football and if they weren't at the game on a Saturday covering them they'd probably be at a game somewhere else perhaps watching it I'd say I know that would be the case for me so that's fantastic I think meeting the players and seeing the more human side of them that you don't see on the pitch is always nice I've always said every footballer I think has got a story to tell um, it's just finding it and then letting them tell you because some of them like we spoke to a catchy annual on Thursday uh, he was doing press before this game and he was fantastic you listen to him talking you know from the non-league and going all the way up to the Premier League the fact he doesn't have an agent which is rare nowadays for Monday footballers because he feels he doesn't need one that sort of the human side of it is really nice to be able to to sort of dig into more because you know on the Saturday you can sort of believe footballers are superheroes in a way because they're from afar and they do these incredible things at times but once you get to know them they're just you know really like you and me and and they're really down to earth and, and are happy to talk about their lives, which is always nice. They're not like me, they're good at football. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. um, like, we spoke to um, Kieran, um, who was doing a, did a bunch of blog posts uh, with an interview with Marvin Sordell, and he said he picked Marvin at a certain point where he knew that he wouldn't be attached to a club. Mm. He wouldn't have that sort of shadow maybe over him. Do, do you 
I, I've never really felt it when we've interviewed Watford players majorly, but we've got a different bunch of players here this year. We haven't interviewed them from the rookery end. Um, do you feel there's a, 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 guard, a bit more guardedness maybe in this Premier League? No, I think to Watford media team's credit, they're really happy for you to to have free reign almost. I know at other Premier League clubs, you get 10 minutes with the manager and then cut off no more. Whereas here, Watford are very happy. If we want to speak to Kike, if we've got enough questions for Kike for half an hour, they'll let us talk to him for half an hour. Same for the players. And none of the players that we've interviewed that came in in the summer seem to have any sort of massive ego and no, we're not willing to do that. They're all very happy to sit down and chat to you uh, on a Thursday or during the week at another point, which say I think is down to perhaps the Pozzo. You know, they've brought in players with the right character that will fit in with this Watford team and to be fair I think if anyone did get a bit too big for their boots I think you've got Troy in, in there who would take anyone down uh, a few pegs so um, I think the dressing room everyone in there seems quite down to earth and, and quite humble and, and quite happy to be at Watford trying to you know keep keep the club in the Premier League. So you did an interview last week with uh, Chris Wellamu yes. and he talked about that sort of his, his role as a character in the in the change rooms when he was at Watford and in other clubs so you're getting an idea of that being a, a, a together a very solid group yeah I think so I covered Barnet for three and you know, a bit years before I did Watford and I learned a lot about uh, how individual players can make a massive difference because at that level it's all about the squad collective because you, you don't probably have the individual brilliance of teams in the Premier League so it's all about your team and then when Edgar Davids came into Barnet it kind of threw everything out because you know he was a massive name manager player captain number one on his back had the whole sort of ego about him it kind of threw Barnett off a bit so I think that helped me to understand more how important players can be and then you speak to someone like Chris Ulumo who if you've ever met him he's a massive character he's always got a smile on his face and you can see how someone like himself even if he's not playing well on the pitch if he's not massively contributing behind the scenes he can be so important to, to, to the morale of a dressing room um, I think you've got here Troy's always on the go so you speak to him Herelios as Gomez as well is a really nice guy uh, been there and done it he knows how to handle dressing rooms there's a lot of people Akechi's uh, enthusiasm for everything is in quite infectious so there's a lot of people in that Watford dressing room who are really good characters and that can be arguably more important than having talent is to have that togetherness and, and say so I think it's shown this season with what Watford have done so far that they are really together and, and fighting for each other on the pitch I like the fact that they're, they're fighting for each other on the pitch from the beginning they don't have waited till March when they're having a really fight against it uh, yeah. with a battle just to just to stay up. Let's, so it's, it's the star last year. Then yeah. <laughs> not interested in that whatsoever as a Watford fan. Do you have uh, a favourite sort of uh, thing you've you've covered so far? Or most exciting moment you've had maybe this year or, or just covering Watford generally? I really enjoyed the win at Stoke actually because I didn't particularly expect it, especially the sort of comfortable nature of it in that second half where Watford could have scored about three or four. That was really great in terms of covering Watford. Uh, Adelaide Guardiola's performance at Derby last year I remember watching him thinking I've never seen an individual player perform this well live at a game just the way he ran I remember speaking to him afterwards he could barely stand so um, so yeah that's really good memories and I say my brother's a season ticket here so it's, it's in the family so I really enjoy covering him and it's, it's always good to come down on Saturday and, and watch football Now we are t- 10 games about a quarter of the way through the season a lot of games to go what is the article you want to write this year? Oh, good question. I'd love to speak to Gino. Perhaps at the end of the season, once Watford have stayed up, mission accomplished. Um, love to speak to Gino. I haven't had the chance to. I think Frank did once, um, and it was a really great interview. Other than that, I think just that on occasion, if Watford stayed up at Vicarage Road, 
maybe final day, maybe a week before to save everyone's nerves. That would be a great occasion just because of the feel-good factor. I think that would that'd be really good to cover. And what would your headline be? I think you just have mission accomplished, wouldn't you, if they stayed up? I think that's it, mission accomplished. Thanks for your time, Adam. No uh, and uh, we'll keep an eye out and might get you on again uh, as the season goes on. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you very much. A podcast made by Watford fans, fans. for Watford fans. fans. From the rookery end.